0: Welcome to Weight Loss for Busy CRNA Moms. If you are a CRNA, a busy mom, or a busy CRNA mom, or a woman looking to permanently lose weight, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Brittany Kolb from Weight Loss by Brittany. I'm a busy CRNA mom and certified life and weight loss coach. And like you, I not so long ago struggled to lose the weight and keep it off. But once I shifted my mindset and learned how I could use my brain to reach my weight loss goals, everything changed. I was able to lose 40 pounds and knew I had to share the secret with others. I'm here to help you achieve your permanent weight loss goals by uncovering what might be holding you back. Let's get started. All right. So in step four of this Four part series that I created on how not to gain a whole bunch of weight this holiday season. In this episode, we are going to talk about the hunger scale. And I may have talked about it before. Um, When I started this work, I initially utilized the hunger scale and lost a few pounds without really making any changes to my diet. Um, And it was awesome. So we're going to talk about it here today. So We're going to utilize all the other steps, right? We're going to utilize making a plan. We're going to utilize um, allowing for urges, cravings, and desire. We're going to plan for the amazing foods that we want to eat for sure. And um, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to utilize this hunger scale. So utilizing the hunger scale really helped me realize how much unnecessary eating I was doing. I was eating because it was time. I was eating because I thought I should. I was eating because I could, because it was like, you know, it was my morning break. And so, of course, I should be eating, right? I was eating to ward off hunger that might occur later. What I realized is very rarely was I allowing myself to experience any amount of physical hunger, okay? Which becoming comfortable with a manageable amount of hunger is necessary if you wanna become a person that is working with her body's physiology and landing at her body's more natural weight, um, it's just part of the process. And I um, did a whole podcast on fear of hunger and I did an entire podcast on a new way to approach hunger which I think are both really, really helpful. So if you want to, you can go back to listen to those podcasts. But but today we're just gonna talk about purely the hunger scale, okay? The hunger scale is the is like a magical thing that helps us know when to eat and when to stop eating. Instead of listening to a clock or an app or a rigid schedule or some fitness app that gave like that some fitness app gave you, you listen to your drum roll, please, body. Yes, you listen to your body. Your body is so good at telling you when you should eat and when you've had enough food. Okay. Especially when you're eating the right foods that are in the protocol that help you balance out your hormones and reduce cravings. It makes listening to your body so much easier. Okay? So this is how it works. Again, using all of these tools all at the same time is really going to help you guys. And this is why I wanted to do this for you. So I want you to imagine a scale, negative 10 being like, I'm going to eat like a tree. I am so so hungry okay and positive 10 being like i just had three thanksgiving dinners and i don't think i'll fit into my jeans for like four weeks okay a lot of times so i want you to think about that okay sorry i was getting ahead of myself there so we want to get comfortable with experiencing hunger what i like to think of is like a negative three negative four like i'm not shaky I'm not having a headache, which when you go through withdrawal symptoms of, of getting off sugar and flour for a little while, that might happen, okay? Um, just to let you know, you will get over that hump and you'll you'll get better. But um, I want you to think about it to being like, I have like, you know, a grumble in my tummy, I have a little bit of a hollow pit in my stomach, right? Like I have I'm actually experiencing some right now, of course, now that I'm talking about it because our brains are funny like that, right? Like it's like I have a little bit of an emptiness. I haven't really eaten anything today. I've had water in my coffee. This is pretty normal. Actually around this time sometimes I do get this hunger. And and remember hunger, this little bit of hunger, if it's sustained, like sometimes it comes and it'll come in a wave if you if you haven't you know, if you're not able to get a morning break at the time that you feel hungry, a lot of times your body will just be like, "Oh, no problem. You're not going to feed me. I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna eat a little bit of the energy that you have on your body," which is like exactly what we want to be doing when we're trying to lose weight. And then that hunger just goes away, right? But if you're feeling this hunger, it's sustained. You've had a lot of water, right? You, which I talked about in step one as well. Like, f- f- hydration is so important. Um, it, it might be time to eat. Right? It might be time for you to have have a, a meal. And so and we, we're again, we're looking for meals here. We're not looking for snacks. We're looking for two to three meals a day not snacking. So um, and we want to eat that meal. So we're going to eat, we want to start that meal when we're about a negative three, negative four. Again, it's manageable, doable, not crazy, urgent, not stressful hunger. This is just like, I can feel this, I'm gonna be okay. I can still function. It's not a big deal. okay. And on the opposite side of the scale is the positive side. It's like, I have like this this gentle, you know, satisfaction in my stomach. I'm not full. I'm not bloated. I'm not distended, but I feel comfortable, okay? This skill, figuring out your hunger scale, is a process. I, when I was first starting out, I was like, wow, I let myself get way too hungry or wow, I totally overate or I underate or I should have done this. This is where... Um, having some constraint in your diet is particularly helpful. Having some constraint in your protocol, I should say, hey, using the word diet, um, is really, really helpful because then you can tweak it. You can be like, oh, you know what? Like, I ate that today. Tomorrow, I think I need to plan for maybe a little bit more. Or this didn't seem very satisfying. I need to add a little bit more fat, right? Like When we're constantly changing the foods we're eating, it makes it hard to know exactly what we're eating. And that's why I kind of rotate a lot of the same meals and I throw in some seasonal variation all the time, of course. But like I have to learn what amount of food is probably good for me. Um, And when I'm eating brand new foods, um, I have to be very conscious while I'm eating. Okay. So it's pretty tricky. But it it takes practice. And like everything, you will get there. But here's the thing, right? A lot of times your brain will be like, well, it's time to eat. And what do you do? I want you to check with your hunger scale just because it's time to eat. Does not mean you should be eating right if you aren't hungry don't eat and there's obviously nuances to this with our jobs again go back to fear of hunger listen to these other things it'll help you we're not going to address it here but for now we're working on the basics okay so yes just because it's time to eat does not mean you should be eating like just because you wake up and it's breakfast time does not mean you should be eating once your body is calibrated it's physiologically primed your hormones are balanced. it will know that you have extra energy on it to use and it will prioritize using that energy over eating. okay? It will want to use that energy to get your body to a more um, to a more natural weight for you before it makes you want to eat eventually. So over time you might notice you aren't as hungry. And that's a great thing, right? That's you and your body now working together. And that means like you're able to lose weight more comfortably without feeling terribly hungry like you used to. Hooray. Okay. So here's another thing that your brain will kind of do for you. It'll be like, just because you feel like eating doesn't mean that you should, right? Again, check in with the hunger scale. All right. Are you actually physically hungry or do you just feel like eating? Okay. If you're particularly stressed or having another emotion, it doesn't mean you're hungry. Okay, check in. You know what physical hunger feels like. You're starting to learn about emotions and what they feel like for you. A lot of times they feel very similar, but check in. Are you feeling a physical hunger sign? If no, and you just wish you could eat because you're having a hard time, utilize the hunger scale and enroll in my program because that's what we work on, okay? The hunger scale is great for when you are able to listen to your body's physical cues for hunger. But again, the problem is that your brain often gets in the way and it might try to convince you that you're hungry. Offer that eating is a good idea, especially if you're having a terribly hard time emotionally. Okay, notice that. Now you can make a plan. You can manage your cravings. You can plan for joy appropriately. You can implement the hunger scale. And if you do all of these things, you can make it through the holiday season without gaining a whole bunch of weight. But if you are still having trouble implementing some of these tools, you are not alone. Very seldom can we just listen to someone or read something and make a change, right? There are bajillions of books out there, health podcasts, all these things. And if everyone could just listen and implement change, like no one would be in the position where we're we're in right now, okay? It takes practice. And sometimes continuing that practice takes accountability to someone else before you can become accountable to yourself. And that is where coaching comes in. And for that reason and so many other reasons, coaching is where we peel back to la- the layers as to why it might be hard for you to take a break from sugar and flour, why it might be hard for you to wait for hunger to eat, why feeling an emotion rather than eating them is so difficult, right? If we don't tackle each of these things and really meet them head on, It's gonna be difficult to get the weight off and keep it off. Okay, so if you are looking for more in depth help, if you understand the tools conceptually, but you are having trouble applying them in a way that works for you, if you want help with what's holding you back, I can help you. I have helped my clients lose almost 800 pounds thus far. I really just should stop putting the number out there because it just keeps dropping and I can't keep up with it. Okay, my next group program starts in January and it's already filling up. So if you wanna be sure you are in this next group, I would secure your spot now, okay? I cannot wait to get started with you. You can do this. I am telling you, you can. I know you might be thinking, oh, this might not be for me. And I'm telling you, it is possible. It has been possible for so many of my clients and it is possible for it was possible for me and it can be possible for you. Okay, you guys have a great holiday season. I've decided I've got one more step in my back pocket. So, I'm going to work on that for you right now, and I will talk to you guys later. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Weight Loss for Busy CRNA Moms. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on our upcoming episodes. And if you like what I shared today, you should also check out WeightLossByBrittany.com for even more great weight loss tips, some of my favorite recipes and mindset tools that I use to lose 40 pounds. Once there, you can also book a free consultation with me, Brittany Kolb, your certified life and weight loss coach.